Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Stylic. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, you flicked the anthill. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, so uh, I, have a, I have a confession to make, my friends. I have a confession to make, my friends. You ready for it? Here it comes. I am an ant bully. God damn it. Seriously, an ant bully. Now, hear me out. My daughters have, uh, I remember watching a show called Ant Bully, a cartoon show with my daughters, and it was about this kid who just terrorized the shit out of ant hills. He'd pour gas in there and blow them up, and the whole thing was about the ants trying to find a way to take out the ant bully. It's a big conversion process in his heart, etc. Well, this morning, I got in the hot tub, like my normal routine, before I go surfing. And uh, one of my favorite routines in the morning is I'd eat these little mini kids' Cliff Bars brownie flavor. I don't know why I started liking them. My youngest daughter, who's seven now, started getting them a few years ago. Not the regular big, thick, heavy Cliff Bars. They're like these light, smaller, tiny Cliff Bars. They're called kids' Cliff Bars. And I fell in love with the kids' Cliff Bars. So what did I do? Well, I took the kids' Cliff Bar and I started eating one every single morning with large water and a Gatorade. It's just part of my routine. I do it every morning. I have five-hour energy in the first time I'm awake. Then I have a brownie, a little Cliff Bar. Then I have a Gatorade. Then I have a giant bottle of water. Then I go surf. Then I come back. Then I drink a big-ass green smoothie. Then I do some work for an hour. Then I have a big-ass breakfast. So, like, that's my routine between 5 o'clock and 10 o'clock every single morning. So the Cliff Bar is part of this. But yesterday or a day before, someday, I must have left a little chunk of brownie Cliff Bar Kids Edition sitting on the edge of the hot tub. So I'm sitting in the hot tub this morning, stretching out, which is another part of my routine. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Here I go. I'm getting old, 42 years old. and need to stay mobile, agile, son. So a little stretching inside of that. And I look over and there's a little mound of brownie, a little tiny little mound, looked like a little tiny little shit sitting on the side of the hot tub. But it was not a shit, it was a brownie chip. And guess what? It was also there. Um, About 35 ants. Now what happens next, my friend, will go down in the halls of eternity written in the book of life of karma. And I take my finger and I pull it back into an arched firing position in the flick of the ant pile decision. And inside this man who's been committed to being all that I can be, having it all and providing value to the universe, doing what? I become the ant bully and I flick the shit out of the brownie chip and off the ants go flying. <sighs> can only imagine what it's like to be an ant on an ant chip and be flicked like that. But it was crazy because I did it, and then when I was growing up, like I do something all the time, I didn't even think about it. But I did it, and I sat back in a hot tub, and I was like, what the fuck did I do that for? I'm such a dick. For what? No one in my family or anyone around cares if the ants consume the brownie. I don't even care if the ants consume the brownie. I don't even care that the ants are right there on the side of the hot tub. It doesn't even matter to me. And yet there I am destroying something that is of value to these ants. Now, this is like, if, if this was just about brownies, it'd be one thing. But see, this is what's going on in society across the board is human beings have become hell-bent on destroying shit. Why? Why is this? There was nothing valuable in destroying that anthill. There was nothing valuable in flicking the brownie. There was no value in it. For what? And here is the principle. You will never grow by destroying others. You will never grow by destroying others. Let me repeat. You will never grow by destroying others. There was no value added to my life, nor to the universe, nor to the ants, nor to the brownie. 
for God's sakes, and yet I flicked it. And in the past, there were things I did like that, which was destroy things in my relationship with my wife, attack her verbally, say things rude to her, attack her personally, try to make myself feel better. I would do it inside of marketing, spend all my energy trying to tell everyone why so-and-so and XYZ company makes no sense, and by default, you should come to me. I spent time with friends and family fighting and arguing, destroying things, going online, saying dumb shit, all in an effort to try to feel good about myself and where I was going in life, and yet I didn't have the fucking courage to just take a stand. Instead, I was the ant bully. Destruction and destroying other people's stuff will never make you grow. What makes you grow is building something yourself. So here's my question for you, my friends, today in this Daily Fire. Where in your world across body, being, balanced, and business do you find yourself stuck in a pattern and a routine? And the pattern and the routine is this. You are stuck in the game of destroying, thinking that it's going to allow you to create. Where's that at? Pledge Warm Up a New Weapon, a.k.a. Drew Pen. Write that down. Here's the area I'm doing that in. And the second question, why do you keep doing this? Give yourself a chance to think about it. All of us are dicks. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. A parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of Living the Warrior's Way found in the Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so our uh, you heard the ant bully story. The parable itself has been laid forth, and there is no excuse for my behavior as far as being a ant bully. But there was a beautiful principle that came out of being an ant bully, which is this. You will never grow by destroying others. You will never grow by destroying others. I have, I have clients from Europe, clients from Australia, clients from South Africa, uh, clients from all over the country and all over the globe. And one of the things that's interesting in dealing with individuals from other countries is that they will tell me the same thing. I'll ask them, I'm like, why, why is there so many Australians, so many South Africans, so many Europeans will travel to the U.S. in order to have an experience? Like they'll come here for business events. They'll come here for business conferences. They'll come here for, they'll come here for a ton. They seem to travel here way more than Americans or U.S.-based individuals will travel there to do anything. Why is that, do you think? And they said, well, because of poppy syndrome. I'm like, well, what is poppy syndrome? And they're like, well, poppy is the name of a flower or this plant. And the whole theory is, is that in our culture, when somebody starts to rise above everyone else, society itself actually tries to attack that individual, cut them down, make them less than and berate and come after them, right? So there's so there's that conversation that's happening, which is this beat down game um, experience with when somebody's trying to rise, they attack. Okay, well this this doesn't just get, exist in Europe. It doesn't just exist in Australia or South Africa. It doesn't just exist um, in Canada or Mexico or United States. It's all over the globe. Like we as human beings operate in a pretty fucking ridiculous way, which is we love to be assholes to each other. Right now, the person we tend to be the biggest asshole to is ourselves, but we tend to be pretty big assholes to everybody else, also. 
And the question is like, why? Like, why are we such assholes? Why are we such assholes to ourselves? Why are we such assholes to each other? Well, we're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about that here inside of this Daily Fuel. We're going to link this up to the foundation in Chapter 3. I'm actually moving here around my office. We're going to move into chapter three inside the foundation and specifically the possibility. So if you're following along in the warrior book, we are actually sitting on page 35 uh, inside foundation. We're going to take this principle. You will never grow by destroying others. And this poppy syndrome idea of hacking other people down because they're trying to grow, thinking that somehow in doing that will actually make you grow. The quote they actually had my team quoted me from this daily fire was, destroying other people's stuff will never make you grow. What makes you grow is building something yourself. So we're going to jump into the chapter. I'm going to talk about this crazy bitch named Tracy and uh, a few other individuals in society um, who have become symbols for me of this syndrome of thinking that you are actually bigger because you're cutting someone else's creation to the ground, or at least attempting to. So here we go. Page 36 and the foundation, chapter three, the possibility. The quote is this from the Declaration of Independence. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right and their it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Quote the Declaration of Independence. Now, this this game that we're speaking of in the Declaration of Independence is ultimately a declaration of your independence. You and I every single day are faced with this dilemma as human beings, which is will we actually declare ourselves to be free? Like, will we declare ourselves to be free? Not in a sense of like, I'm going to use my verbal words of, hey, yes, I'm free. But literally, will we, de- will we have the courage to declare ourselves free? When we become the person who is the biggest enemy to ourselves, when the greatest train of abuses and usurpations, right? And, and all of this <clears throat> becomes too heavy to bear. Do we choose to throw it off? In most cases, people don't. They don't at all. Right? And I'm going to have you consider again that you'll never grow by destroying others. You'll also never grow by guilting and shaming yourself for who you've been. We'll come back to the idea here in a second. Let's start up in verse 1 and page 36. A worldview is nothing more than the world that we believe is real to us. It doesn't mean that that world is actually real to anybody else. It just means it's real to us. Now, can you and I be influenced by the world around us and the worldviews of people around us? Absolutely. Are we affected by this with social media? Absolutely. Are we affected by this with television and the churches we go to? Absolutely. Two, the people that you associate with more often than not are not the people who share a common worldview with you. Most of us do not spend time with somebody who has has a conflicting worldview with us because when you have two opposing worldviews, they collide and cause conflict. Three, one of the great demises inside of the sedated man experience is that Conflict itself has become something that is politically incorrect. I shouldn't actually take a stand for a new worldview or the truth the way I see it. I shouldn't take a stand for the truth the way I see it. Ultimately, unless you collapse yourself down into a political, politically correct worldview, then it's impossible for you to actually be accepted. And finally, most men find it significantly easier to surrender their opinion about the world they want and just collapse it down into the worldview of what is, not recognizing that in so doing, they are continuing the insanity to the next generation. Verse four, at some point you must take a stand, a stand just like the founding fathers of the United States of America who said, you know what? 
Your taxes are too high. We don't want to be part of this sovereignty anymore. We don't want to support your worldview or how we should live here in this country, nor do we support your governance anymore. We're going to create a document called the Declaration of Independence. We're going to go, we're going to unroll it and sign this bitch, all of us together. Verse five, this small band of men, prominent leaders only within their own communities and not yet known to the crown, knew they were committing high treason, putting this document together. And yet they proceeded in signing it like the wig wearing badasses they were, declaring their independence, liberating themselves from what the English crown thought was to be true. They said, we declare our independence. Our worldview is free of the worldview that you say is true. We reject that worldview. Not only with that, we pledge our lives, our liberty, and our fortunes upon this land to say, fuck you and your worldview. Well, they were a little more eloquent than that, but the feelings behind the declaration hasn't changed. Where are the men willing to make declarations like that today? Do they even still exist? See, this, this is the challenge that we sit in, right, in society, and I'm going off script now. We're going to freestyle this. The principle we're working on is you will never grow by destroying others. Yet we're sitting inside this possibility also of declaring our independence. Right? You'll never grow by attacking or cutting down other people. Inside of that, we're also in this weird game of am I committed to actually declare my own independence? So let me tell you a quick story. So there's this woman named Tracy. She's a fucking crazy bitch. I'm not going to talk. Like, there's nothing else I can say about it. We kicked her out of a program that I run um, inside of Big Money Status. And this woman um, has taken on her entire purpose and mission is to attack the program, attack the students, attack me, attack my wife, verbally through social media, just doing like a shit show. Like her, this is the same woman who struggled to produce results inside of her hair business. Wouldn't do shit, wouldn't do videos, wouldn't post pictures, wouldn't promote, wouldn't market, wouldn't do anything, right? But then all of a sudden found a purpose and her purpose was to attack what we had built. Like this became her entire purpose, that there was a d- deep sense in rising through the attack of others, right? In this case, attacking big money status, which is like futile. This is like shooting an arrow at a tank, right? It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. And yet, in sitting inside of this conversation, I watch her and I watch so many individuals in the world today operate from this weird sense of I'm actually growing by attacking. I'm growing by attacking. Or like, I, I don't know what weird place that you grew up in or what twisted reality you think exists, but attacking another person does not actually make you taller. Like, it doesn't make you taller. It doesn't grow you, right? So I can sit and I can talk shit all day long about the President of the United States, but that doesn't improve my life. Like, it doesn't. And yet, so many people like Tracy find their only purpose in life is through the, not the declaration of their own independence. They're not doing anything for their lives. They're just attacking something they don't like. Well, here's the thing I don't like. And I'm like, okay, clear. What would happen if you took all that same energy and you just created something? What happened if you actually declared your own independence? What would happen if you didn't walk around looking for ants on little pieces of brownie that you could flick with your finger? And this is a confusing place. And where you tend to see it the most is from non-producers in the business world. Individuals that do not produce big results in business, do not make a ton of money, and do not, not even a ton, just don't make much money. And they struggle. They will get stuck in these drama loops of spending 99% of their energy attacking other people, confused that all of their shit talking and notoriety that may rise from talking shit came talking shit about someone else but never actually made them legit. Like you're not legit because you point out a fault in another person. You're legit because of what you produce, 
right? The entire foundation of what the warrior movement is about and the entire foundation of what your world is about is about producing something new for you. It's about producing a life that's bigger than the one that you currently have. It's about producing a reality that's bigger than the one that you're currently experiencing. Something that is bigger and more profound and more powerful than what you've been giving yourself permission to actually operate from. This declaration of independence is literally saying, listen, there is a version of me that must fucking die. Like look across your core four right now, across body being balanced and business. Don't bullshit yourself. There is a piece of you that needs to die. But see, what is the difference between saying there's a piece of me that needs to die versus being a person who's attacking another person or a person who's stuck in the loop of you'll never grow by destroying others? Okay, I'll give you another example. It's like I was sitting down with one of my mentors years ago, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't legally get involved to protect the things that you have built. I am saying that you should. But what I'm also saying, too, is that there's a, there's a time and a place for it and a dance in it. One of my mentors years ago said, listen, you can spend half a million dollars litigating or you can spend half a million dollars innovating. What do you want to do? You want to innovate or litigate? Now, at the time, I chose innovation. And now I realize that there's a fine balance between both, which is like innovation and litigation, which is protecting what you built. But nonetheless, inside of my own growth, I don't get stronger because you get weaker. Like that's a false sense of growth. It's like I'm going to surround myself as king of the shitheads with people who suck ass and then I'm going to pretend that I'm actually growing. See, and in your world, you're doing this at some level. And it's all right. Like it's acknowledging that there is a place. There's a place that you and I are sitting in which our life isn't working. And then we look around and we're looking for role models and we're asking ourselves, okay, well, am I willing to pay? Am I willing to pay the price? Am I willing to declare my independence? Like, am I willing to do the work required on my own life? Because what you'll find will happen is when you're unwilling to do the work in your own life, you will default to a weak energy of attack. Just like his crazy bitch, Tracy. All of her attack is about attacking who? About attacking big money stylists, attacking my wife, attacking me, attacking students, attacking our trainers, rallying people in her cause who are also broken, who haven't produced any results. And they confuse the idea of production through persecution. Like your persecution doesn't actually produce anything. There is no tangible result from you destroying another human being. Your bank account does not get bigger because you spent all your time attacking your competitors. Your bank account gets bigger because you spent time producing fucking results, getting leads, converting and selling those leads, product services and experiences, and fulfilling and over-delivering on what you promised inside of what you sold. The end. Like this is a fact, this is how it works, there is no argument, there is no debate. And yet in your world, the question is, are you ready to pay the necessary price? Like, are you? Verse 32 and page 42. If I knew how much work, money, blood, literal blood, sweat and tears it was going to take for me to uncover the code I call the warrior's way to having it all, I am promising you I would have not taken that journey. I wouldn't have had the courage. And that's why journeys of a thousand miles begin with just one simple step.
33. I've spent millions of dollars, yes, you read that right, in tens of thousands of hours, pouring my heart and soul into building and perfecting the Warriors way as a predictable system. It took me four years to discover it to use in my own life, and another three years proving the concepts in this game with 200 plus elite high-level clients who invested 10000 or 100000 to train directly with me. I had to prove that the system could work in the lives of other men, and in order to do that, I needed years of research and proven data. The possibilities at the end of the seven-year journey are mind-bending. And the truth is that's continued now into thousands of clients for this book that I'm reading from was published in 2015. So you're never going to grow by destroying others. But you're also never going to grow if you don't declare your own independence. And I don't get better as a human being by attacking other people. I get better as a human being by taking a stand for my own independence. So think about this. Who are you attacking right now or who do you keep getting pissed off at? And yet, getting pissed off and irritated at them is not producing bigger results in your life. Who is it? How does that operate? And what results are you not seeing from it? You know exactly what I'm talking about. My brother, let's read through a little bit of the results here, our final key points to ponder. Point number one for this chapter, chapter three, at some point we must all take a stand for what we believe in and not be scared of the revolution that may ensue with this new worldview. Embrace the change as you become what you want to see in the world. Point two, warriors about creating modern warrior kings that are seeking their own individual path towards harmony and having it all. Point three, the core for body being balanced in business was created for men interested in rebuilding their lives permanently by changing the trajectory of reality, posterity, and the ultimately making a difference in the world with life. Point four, there is a game of awakening into a life of modern warrior king as men. Remember what they were always meant to do. Learn to change the one man inside of yourself to create a series of events will eventually lead to changing the world. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.